Hello. This is my show. My only show. I just can't even with myself right now. Let's babble about time. I babble wherever I can, whenever I can, however I can. This is N.E. Unleashed. Now without further ado. Let's just jump right into it. Here's the continuation from last episode's convo. Thanks for listening. If I don't say something, like, I don't, I don't understand. There have been I'm, times I'm still thinking been- about it now because it's like I'm trying to play it in my head how this is all being wrapped up. Because when it comes to politics, and I hate this about me because this is a trait of mine, I'm actually really good at it, which is what sucks about it. Like, I am very aware that I have a tendency to play politics, and I don't like how that's true of me. I um, think that's an IEE thing in general, though. Yeah, because... it's, oh gosh, when I read about it from Strat's description, I was like, I was in shock, but also, you know, frustrated, because I'm like, is this going to be how it is? Because it's so easy for me. Like, I walk into a room, I just know who's, you know, capable with what, whose relation is with what. I just can feel it, and I can just start, and I see it as, like, the best way I could describe it, which is, of course, it's just a metaphor. I don't literally see strings, but I feel like I'm seeing strings and I can just pull them. Like, that's how I am in a room. And if, you know, and then I take into account everybody's flaws, strengths, everything. Because to me, I am coming, I hope that I'm coming from an innocent, you know, good place where I feel that the best way to move forward is if I could subtly you know, sway people. Like I'm the person that walks into the room and if I notice someone's having a choking moment and if I don't know the Heimlich maneuver and I know somebody who does, I'll go to that person and be like, someone's choking and then like leave. You know, <laughs> I'll just do that yeah. so that I can move the room in a way that makes sense to me. But that's the best example in a good moral way. But there's also the bad side of me where if I know somebody's like behaving wrong or something, I will like start whispering things. Yeah. And well, terrible. In- and then there's the SCE thing where, uh, and I've had this issue with a couple SCEs where it's like we become really good friends and it's like they make you feel like you're the only person in the room. Like they make you feel amazing about yourself. And then it's like whenever they achieve whatever they need to achieve or establish their goals, suddenly it's either you're a stranger or they act like you don't exist. And that hurts so bad. Because with the creative FI, like with us, yes. that interaction is contextual. Yeah. It hurts. And again, like I, in some cases, I know that they're not trying to actively hurt. But I mean, I guess in, in, in their defense, you know, maybe I was reading too far into the relationship and I was taking it too seriously, mm-hmm. you know. And maybe I was making it too much about myself. So it, you know, it goes both ways. It does go both ways. I can see that because especially, I mean, now as an IEE that is aware of the bad behaviors that I could potentially be doing, I'm very keen and quick now to even have that conversation with somebody early, right? Like, I have a feeling like, we're not that close yet. I'm like, I know you probably feel that we are. I'm just going to straight up say we're not that close. Like we're not friends. We are acquaintances. I'll like put it down there, even yeah, if it, yeah. right, even if it's hate, even if you get angry at me, because I mean, I'd rather you be angry with what is right versus getting angry later when you find out that I lied or something. 
you know, like it's just get it out of the way now. <laughs> See, and it, it's funny to me, even, I mean, this isn't so much with, um, this isn't just with socionics and FI, but even with Enneagram, specifically with instinctual variants, I find it so funny when people talk about like specifically SXSP and how they like commit fast and they're like wanting to suck everybody in. But I'm like, every single SXSP that I've met is like super private. And it seems like they're trying to like draw people in and commit, but it's like, it's not the same. Like they actually haven't been, they weren't even moving. Like they just sucked you in, but they weren't actually doing anything to suck you in. (laughs) Well, and with SP, like with, with me, I mean, I'm SPSO. So are you like, if I know that I can commit to something or like, even when I've been attracted to someone, it's like, if, if, if there is going to be a serious relationship there, or even if it's not a serious relationship, if it was just casual, we'd be seeing each other a lot. It's like, I'm in like no Mm -hmm. questions asked. Like it's happening. I don't give a shit. Like we're going for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, It's funny because I don't like being questioned when I actually make a decision because it's like, are you serious? Like I literally poured in all my energy to exactly. You're like, I love you. God damn it. Yeah. And then they're like, why are you questioning my loyalty? But are are you really, (laughs) do you really want to do this? And I was like, do you want me to slap you across the face? Like, what do you want me to to do? Like, I already said I was going to go with it. (laughs) Well, and if someone does, if someone questions me further, I'm like, well, now I don't like you because you don't believe me. You know? (laughs) It's exactly the case. It's like, oh, well, you just changed the game now. Like, this is how you're going to play it. Um, that's so funny. I, I, I guess I don't <laughs> mind if people are asking, like there have been times where with like attraction, even like friendships where people will ask like bound about boundaries, like what's okay to talk about what's not. That's fine. Like I want to make, make it clear that that's not exactly what I'm talking about. Like mm. boundaries, stuff like that. I actually appreciate, um, and it's the funny because I actually, in that sense, yeah. Yes. Well, and a recent friend of mine is an SPSX and um, asked that as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I realize that that's a big thing for them too, like the whole figuring out the, you know, the boundary, but it's not like SPS. So it's not like the networking thing. It is like gotcha. the whole intimacy thing. And then I was like, Oh, and it kind of t- surprised me a bit. I was like, Oh, this is new. Like I, and I was not, ne- I've never been asked that kind of question before, but at the same time I was like, okay. And then I shared mine. They shared, they shared their, theirs. I can't talk. <laughs> 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 um, God, that sounds so dirty out of context, but <laughs> um, oh, that's what we're going to go with. But yes, yes. And it also values FI, just not in the eager block, but, and it was cool because it was like, all right, now I know I kind of have an idea where I stand with you. But yeah, if someone's like questioning me after I've like spent all the effort, um, if a close friend does this, then they're getting the, I'm reading them the right act. They're getting the verbal lashing. Like, yeah, because it gets confusing to me, actually. Um, I mean, granted, I know, let's say, F.E. Egos, when they, because my friend being an F.E. Ego herself, F.E. Base, even, like, they like to be authentic and genuine with their people. So when they feel it, they say it. But then because of that really bad T.I., they don't realize the implication of what they say, like the impact that when they say it. So they'll say something out of an emotion that they're feeling inside. They're like, I just don't feel like we we're, we're that close. And I'd be like, excuse me? <laughs> like instantly, And I would suddenly text back, you're asking for a fight, are you? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> you must be you must be really asking for a fight if this is what you want to get with this. Because like oh, I just I'm just having a feeling. I'm like girl, you're having a feeling. I'm having a meltdown. If that's what you're gonna, <laughs> this is gonna be nuclear wasteland 2.0. If that's what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, I will say that I think I am a bit more forgiving of Effie egos because I know that they're not trying to hurt and like. They want to be respectful. I don't know. I guess because I, I do have a lot of FE egos around me and I grew up with them. Like, I, I get it. It used to upset me, but I'm able to kind of, I guess, push it aside. Some ESIs, though, I know they have a problem with FE, mm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, depending on what they grew up with. I guess for me, I've noticed the biggest problems I've had when it comes to FI are people who have FI either mobilizing or um, suggestive. Yep, yep. At least with FE, FE, I'm just like, okay, like, I get what you're doing. I'm probably going to be upset, but it's not your fault. It's just me right now. But then with, like, mobilizing and, and suggestive, I'm just like, why do you do this? Why? Like, oh my god! Just, it's just like stop just, and think about it first before you keep moving. Keep moving. <laughs> my the fir- the way I respond is like, do you really think you're helping matters right now? Do you really believe that you're that you're helping? Because again, they're gonna try to te either way through things and be like, and it's like that's not that's not the one that we need right now. We need the <laughs> well. And I I made a joke. I made a joke about on the World Socialics page where it's like. The Gamma and T's are like, I understand what you're feeling. I know what you're going through. So let's just sit down. And then I wrote with like Gamma stuff. It's like, you don't know anything about me at all. <laughs> it's like, oh gosh, that is, ain't that the T. I feel like every, every Gamma SF is like the whole, you don't know me. <laughs> like yep. Adam, Adam, like off of girls, Adam Driver's uh, monologue at the end of the first season where he's like, you don't know me. You don't know shit about me. It's like, it's like, I, he's like, I throw my, he's like, you know, you was like, I've avoided you. And then I throw myself at you and you shrug or whatever when he's like finally committing and he gets upset when Hannah's not reciprocating that or she acts all flaky. Dude. <laughs> I don't even, okay, I'm wary to watch girls because that's like the worst IEE example, but it's, it's the pretty, best it's, one. It's pretty bad. Time. It's pretty bad, but that that scene at the end of season one, like, I hate the show, but at the same time, it's like one of those guilty pleasures where it's like well, a car it's also, crash. I mean, if you want to reframe it as a seven telling you, it's a great example of type. <laughs> Like, yeah. he gets to really look I, at it. I think Adam is like an ESI, but a really, really badly damaged one. The poor guy. The poor Adam. Oh my god. He's kind of a di- he's kind of bad too, though, in a way. Like he's got a bunch of fucking issues. And I he's feel like-, like the whole show itself it's not glorifying, but it really just shows us you kind of focus your focus lens on the bad sides of everybody. Like really just it's coming off more cynical when you think about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like as a first, yeah. like well, as a show, like the people are. <laughs> well, I think. Yeah, but in that scene, like, because this character is like the whole time, we're just like, ah, oh, this guy's like so ridiculously immature and blah blah blah. But that that monologue that he has with the, you know, when I commit to someone, I really fucking commit, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you've just been being a bitch and a baby. Blah. And I've had that moment before where, you know, I've been going into relationship and I like put everything into it. And then the person either like flakes out or doesn't give it back. Mm-hmm. And then I gotten pissed. Cause it's like, what's going on? 
going on. For, you're like throwing yourself at me. And then when I throw myself at you, then you act like I don't exist or like I'm not, you know, it's like, ah, ah what the fuck, you know? Yeah. Which uh, actually now it's funny you say that because I'm actually going to draw parallels to that. From creative FI, such as myself, that I'm a lot less reactive when it comes to those situations. Like I do pride on being loyal and committed, but I also have that side of me where if a person ghosts, I'm not going to be that concerned because I already have another backup in mind with FI, mm. you know, with my, with my kind of FI. Like when like I've been on dates and I see the potential that this could go further and whatever, but then when it ends, cause a person ghosts or, or something like that, I already know who my people are. So it's kind of, I don't feel like that. Um, I don't feel you know, this wave of anger and frustration, probably because I haven't really met, let's say, the one or whatever. But in a way, I just, <laughs> not to sound too cheesy, but it's just, I've never had that kind of situation where, and it sounds it sounds twisted because in a way I'm like, well, I don't really have to worry about you because I already have a person lined up ready anyway. And it sounds terrible, but it's really because I don't overcommit as an, you know, as a creative FI, I don't put put myself completely in that. I feel like SEEs, like you mentioned before, does a similar strategy where they make you feel like you're really, really close, but really you're not. Um, it's a bad habit, I would say also, if I were to describe it again, because it's in a way we have to be able to be clear when we do this because people will take it wrong, especially if it's like that. To me, I think of it as a backup to save my emotions, but you know, it could be if I was any worse of a human being, I would use this for bad. Like the tear, the damage I could do with that kind of thinking, right? Yes. <laughs> well, and uh, what was I going to say? Well, and, and you guys have the any to play with the possibilities and to like, oh, I have this potential person, blah blah. See, I'm polar any, so like, I don't, cons- I don't even consider, um any other person but the person I have my eye. You're looking through that NI also, right? For Yes, for better or for worse. But, I mean, it's backfired in the way that I I have been in the situation where I've stayed in relationships for two... I mean, not now, obviously, but, like, in the past where I've stayed in relationships or even if they're not, like, serious, Mm -hmm. casual sort of friends with benefits thing for way too long Mm -hmm. when it wasn't beneficial and when it was actually harmful. Mm -hmm. But it was like I couldn't consider... Uh, being with someone else or like, you know, well, and it's interesting because secret that I have that some people might not know that is that I was in a polyamorous relationship with my first ex-boyfriend, which some people, when I tell them that, they're like, what? (laughs) But the thing is, it's interesting because I originally, like, I didn't want it like that, but Mm. I'm like, and I knew that the, I feel so stupid now, but I knew that our relationship was doomed anyway. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe, maybe we'll have fun with this, blah, blah, blah. And it, it was fine for a while, but then, um, I started getting too close to so, the, like another guy that I invited in and my ex hated that. Like it, like he was with a bunch of other women, blah, blah, and I'm like, whatever. And then as soon as I started getting closer to the guy, he got like super jealous. Um, and it was, yeah, it was it's very kind of an strange. oddball turn of events when you think about it. Because was he the one who introduced that? He introduced it, but I don't think he was ready for um, 
That's so funny to me. I find that so hilarious. He, he, it's, yeah, well, and then (laughs) the ironic thing was he called it off and I'm kind of like, yeah, like, let's try again, which I should have just broke, I should have just broken up with him. Mm. And then I found out he cheated on me. So, (laughs) and he lied about it. But yeah, he freaking cheated on me. That is quite, like, yeah, that's quite. We tried, we tried it. He got mad because I got close to someone else. Then we we cut it off, and I was I was loyal to him. Like I dedicated myself. I'm like, we can try again and see if this will work. Then he ends up cheating on me. So the guy, the other guy, I ended up having sex with him the night I found out he was cheating on me as like revenge. So. Mm. And then broke up with him the next day, which is it's shitty. The it's gig, like, the gig, really. <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah, it was, it was not fun. I just realized how complicated our FI can be with that story when you think about it. Because it's like we are, like even for you, like when, like you may not play with the, con, like in a contextual way of FI, but sometimes we are forced to even try to save it, salvage a closeness yeah right even so even at the expense of our own feelings we'll try to salvage an em- something because i did that for my ex where i tried to salvage a because i felt like because i fr- i freeze my feelings so i free i froze the happy feeling i have about this person and i wanted to go back to that and i wanted to maintain that sustain it whatever but in a way i also believed that it was doomed to fail anyway Mm-hmm. You know, like it was going to end. I, you know what? I find that that kind of funny because FE egos don't always believe that. They don't always buy into our intuition like that, where we say something. I'm like, yeah, you're not going to last. And then they're like, oh, we're going to last. It's all going <laughs> to like take it as it is. And you're like, no, I can already see the inconsistency is going to hit you at some point. Your TI is going to get triggered and that's when you end it. But we've already felt it. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, well and, and I guess like even still, I mean, I didn't want to do that at all. Like, that was not the plan. But I figured that it's like, if he's going to be happier with those other girls, whatever, then then fine. You know, mm. as long as I get something out of it, too. Mm. Of course, when I as soon as I started getting something out of it, then shit started to get bad. <laughs> oh, my there God. There we go, right? There we go. Let's transition this, which I'm going to... It's hilarious. But let's transition this to Polar FI. How do we describe and enjoy our fellow Polar FI brethren. <laughs> um, the SLEs or ILEs. You, gotta, you take your pick. <laughs> well, to me, it's it's not even... I, I'm not bothered by Polar FI. I'm really not. I think people assume that I am because it's my base. I'm not. I just understand that it's... Um, it's not something that they're... You know, they just don't get it. And that's fine. Uh, and I think... With SLEs and ILEs, they have trouble knowing uh, the relationship between people. Like, even this, I, I'm friends with the SLE, and I called them, like, my friend or whatever, and they just kind of had, like, a very weird reaction. She's like, wait, we're friends? And I kind of had a moment, like, yes, we are. We hang out all the time, blah, blah, blah. But they just, they just didn't think about that sort of thing or, you know. Same thing with, like, ILEs where – you know, that's just, it just doesn't register for them. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they don't perceive that, that closeness or anything like that. And I mean, I used to get upset by it, but then I realized it's like, oh, they just have no 
no uh, gauge for it and no way to know. Yep. And then when I realized that, I was like, oh, okay, all right, that's fair enough. Like, it just, it doesn't really get to me that much. It's, it's funny whenever I observe them. Personally, how they are to me, I'm not bothered by it. But I do get bothered seeing them with others, like, affecting mm. my FI creative moment of seeing it. Because, like, I've created this network of people with own, within my own FI. When I see them kind of playing it around and basically disturbing it, I was always like, the force there's the disturbance in the force but when i'm talking to an sle or an ile it's great like it's fantastic i have maybe i don't know how other ies deal with it i've I've heard the other ies get triggered really too fast but with me it's like i always wonder how far i can push it to see to where extent um when i'll be triggered so far i haven't been so far they've been doing we've been doing a pretty good job i feel that ile's bring out my the ev- most evil side, but then in a good way. And then SLEs bring out that, but in a physical way, if that makes sense. Like, I can trust an yes. SLE to hang out with me and be like, so Death Ride? <laughs> it's like, you want to drive really, really fast? I'm down. Like, let's do it. And then with ILEs, it's like, oh, you want to go and explore the worst, most taboo topic out there? Let's do it. Like, that's kind of, <laughs> always pushing me to explore that side, which I'm fine with. Um, but when I see them accidentally messing with a relation of another or something that's when i start to speak up and like yo sometimes it's not accidental sometimes they're trying to flex their fe to see if they can get reactions out of people i just want (laughs) to i want to point that out i mean i am the sle supervisor so i see that the thing is like it's not even like supervising basically i know sles will try to stir shit up and try to poke i just either Mm. completely ignore them or i just shut them down or i'm just kind of like no yeah, they're kind of like, you're <laughs> they're not like I, mm-hmm. I have to. I have to let them burn themselves, or just like make their own mistakes, and then eventually come back to them when they've had their when they're done with whatever the fuck they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's crazy because is it just the, because of that one dimensional ni or something that they just they don't realize what could come out of it. So like whenever I see it, I'm like, yo, you realize you're gonna. You're going to hurt their feelings because I could tell with my FI, like, this person's going to get triggered by you. And they're like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. And then the person does get triggered. And I'm going, okay, I told you so. It's not, <laughs> really, it's not so much. It's, it's not even that so much at all. I just understand that they're just trying to, like, stir the pot and, like, get things moving. And I guess because I also have SE, it's like, listen, I can do that too, but I can do it in a way that's not going to cause a big commotion unless – you know, there's a reason for there to be a big commotion sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, ILEs is just like, I don't it's know. It's funny. I feel, like, okay, I feel like the archetype or the whole quadra of Delta is finally showing its colors with me because I feel like that old man at the yard going like telling these kids, you know. Get off my lawn. Yeah, like it's very me. I can definitely see myself being that kind of person because they're just having fun. I feel at the end of the day, the ILE and the SLE are just having fun. And a part of me can jive with it. But another part of me is like, this can't last forever. You can't, this isn't everything. (laughs) I'm always thinking like there are other things to do. So I have that side of, you know, with the whole get off my yard. It's like, you know, go home, have dinner. It's like (laughs) fun's over. Like it's just teeter-tottering with me. Maybe because I'm a Delta, maybe that's what I'm thinking. (laughs) I I guess with um, 
SLEs, it doesn't it doesn't bother me as much because I mean they have the SE and the NI to know, and like we tend to be on not like the same wavelength, but we get each other, mm-hmm. and it never feels like it doesn't feel intrusive. I just have moments where I'm just like, come on, guys, you know. With ILEs, it's just so weird. I don't think ILEs aren't really intrusive to me either, despite the fact that they are by conflictor though, because I feel like they're so out of left field that I can't necessarily hate them for that. If that mm. makes any sense, like. They're not going to set me off the way an IEE would because they their FI is polar. Mm. And they're not, like, assuming – they're not doing the any FI block kind of, like, trying to conjure up, like, the relationship and yeah. the motives. They're just, like, idea, 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 and it could be terrible. And I'm just, like, have fun, you know? <laughs> it's like, have fun. We're over here. <laughs> yes. It's so – interesting um to see that dynamic because i would say like let's say between us it's so fascinating to just because we're just chill right <laughs> i think you're the only one i'm only i am chill uh, no my sister but i mean granted we are crazy bunch though like the amount of any fi ego blocking like the issue that we can spin out like what is it like when when we're releasing that thread of just bs it's there <laughs> Oh, trust me. I, I see. I see it every. I see it every time. Like my. Oh my God, my younger sister. And I think I told you the story. And if I didn't, then there was one time we went to this local show, and she always wanted to go to local shows because boys. Ugh. But anyway, I remember she was like talking to these and like she's a very attractive young lady, and like she can attract a bunch of dudes like no problem. It's like mm. witchcraft. It's, it's hilarious. You know, she's like not very tall, but she's like blonde curly hair like very sweet looking athletic and she's like walking around um and she was like talking to these guys and like bribing them to give her free stuff and like acting like you know i didn't bring any money except for the tickets for the show and blah 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 she was just like pulling them by the thread and i knew that she was and i didn't want those guys to get like spend all their money on her and shit like that so i was like i remember i'm like emma don't you have like a 20 in your wallet or something like that and i did that on purpose because again i knew which and she she looked at me she looked like she wanted to murder me and i thought that i was gonna get murdered that night because she was so mad and she didn't talk to me for about she didn't talk to me for two weeks after that because i called her i did that on purpose And the whole time, she just, she wouldn't talk to me, even if I, like, would try to talk really? to her. She, yeah, she was so angry that I caught her. <laughs> it's so funny. And it's, I have, the, it's funny that you mentioned that, because I have conversations with my friends prior to going to parties. Like, I would tell my friend, like, okay, this is what I intend to do. <laughs> I'm like, what is our evil plan here? I'm like, because I would list out these, I'm like, Okay, just so you guys remember, we hate this person. We don't like this person. Do you need me to do something to these people to make you guys feel better? <laughs> and I'm like, if you don't, I, and if you don't, then I might play a card. If you don't want me to play a card, let me know now, or I will start playing cards later. And then they're like, okay, don't be nice. Don't be weird. Let them know. I have that conversation now. Oh, no. My, my <laughs> sister didn't. My sister... Sister never did that because she knew if she did, then I would be the person to say no or to step in front of her. She knew. So, but the thing is, I'd figure it out anyway. Like another time was 
we had, this is when we used to carpool because I went back to college and she was just starting college. God, carpooling was such a pain in the ass. But anyway, sounds like it. She don't have a nice crew, but yeah. Well, one time we had to go home and I couldn't find her and it was like getting later and later and I had to get up super early for class the next day Mm. and I can't find her. I keep texting her like, Hey, and I found her in the cafeteria with her friends and I like snuck in through the other side so she wouldn't see me and I was texting her and she looks at her phone and just completely like ignores it. So she was ignoring my text. On purpose, yeah. Mm -hmm. So then I I snuck over and I'm like, hey, how's it going? And then I purposely like embarrassed her in front of her friends to be like, you know, well, again, she got super mad because it's like, you know, oh, she cares about me so much and shit like that, like really laying it on thick that she was like being rude and blah, blah. And shady, right? (laughs) Shady, yeah. And then they were all kind of looking at her. IEEs, we are so shady. Like, I don't trust an IEE who says that they aren't. You know, I don't trust a single IEE who tell me that they're not shady. I'm like, no, no, no. You're doing that thing again. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're trying to move people to your end. I'm like, that's not happening. And what's, what's hilarious <laughs> is she told, she complained about it to my mom. And my mom was like, no, you were supposed to come home, blah, blah, blah. She's like an SEI. She's kind of like, no, she was in her right to do that because that was rude. And then she just was like, and walked off. <laughs> See, oh, this sucks to admit, but this my take on that is like, well, we gotta be better at being shadier. Like, you can't get caught. Like, if that's how it's the gonna thing be. Is, well, and the problem <laughs> is, I don't know if it's just like a supervisor, supervisee sort of thing, but like, nobody else could catch it her except for me. Like, I was mm. the one person that would catch her in her shit because. You know, I mean, we shared a room for a long time. I was well, around her, yeah. so I knew her better than anyone. And it's like, I just couldn't, I didn't want her to be shady towards other people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Even my older sister's like, I don't understand. I'm like, okay, I understand, but that doesn't mean that I agree with it. Mm. You know, I'm mm. having my FI crisis of like, you know, this is affecting other people and this is causing relationships. Well, exactly. down. Because um, it has to be from, I don't know, like with my, how I understood it and how I've made peace with what, my shadiness, it has to come from a place where like even someone such as yourself and ESI would be able to understand and, and acknowledge. Like if it is wrong inherently, then I really shouldn't be doing it anyway, if that's the case, right? Like at the end of the day, if it really is wrong, then it's like, oh my goodness, why am I trying to rationalize my way out of that and make it right if it isn't? Mm-hmm. So there's that to think about. And then it's just weird because like on my end, it's very like politics, for example, it's like easy for me to do. So I've been like focusing instead on then me noticing people's abilities and then just pulling focus by bringing that up to people so that they are aware of what they can do and what they can bring to the table. Cause I'd rather you're aware of it. Thusly in a way I am passing power to you because now you know what you are and now you can do whatever you want with that kind of gig as a safety net that I do, because I feel like if I withhold information from people, that's when I start becoming shady. Cause like I start, you know, like I know, cause I can tell what a person is skilled at because of just, you know, casually listening to a person. I'll be like, I'll hear it with a casual ear that they say that they're good at something and it stays in my head. And mm-hmm. I pull it, pull it when I need to. But now it's like, okay, I know you're good at this. I'm just going to say it because if I don't say it, 
I'm going to end up using you because I know you can do it. So it's like, that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> it's just my personal growth moment there. Like I gotta, we gotta do that now. <laughs> like Start early. My advice to other IEEs start early. <laughs> yes. I think that, I think we've covered everything that we're supposed to discuss. Correct. I believe I that's so it. Too. Yeah. I think so. We covered, um, I mean, we covered, we just haven't really covered the unvalued first three, like the, ignoring demonstrative and role role there we go and we could we could even cover that another time because that is something that i would need to be more well versed on and perhaps we can get someone like an i i e i e or i e i i can't say that's like a, yes. uh, to and give a better perspective an lii or an e no lii or an lsi for role fi e Yes, yes. That would be interesting to ask about, too. Which, by the way, I find it funny. Role, any kind of role is hilarious. (laughs) Any kind of role element is just funny to observe and to see them play with it. You're like, yo, nice try. (laughs) I know. But when SLE, like, for example, like, Taylor's like, am I doing any? Like, I'm like, yo, like, it's okay if you're not, if you don't need to, like, you don't have to do it. It's okay. Like, no one's telling you you should. I have rolled TI, so I get it. <laughs> or people watching me try to pretend I'm good at SE. It's like, yo, I'm actually, this is really just nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if you really think I'm going to go and smash a wall, you're you're kidding yourself. Like, you're, you can put too much credit on me. It's not actually going to happen. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, like you said, I mean, dang, how, you know, I don't even know how long we've been talking. Almost two hours. Has it really been almost two hours? Well, I can split this in half again, because that's what I've been doing for every episode. So quick little, I wouldn't say recap, but quick little summary. Um, thanks, first of all, Katie, for being on the show. We did of talk course. two hours for those listening. Like, if, congratulations for lasting this long. <laughs> the endurance <laughs> is great. Um, but also, you could follow her. She has a YouTube channel. You also have a Facebook page. Um, you are a fantastic and successful baker, I would say, if that makes sense. Oh, stop I think, it. I think so. I, I, mean, that's how I mean, I could say it's my opinion, but it's also kind of like I, my TE believes it. So, like, this is a person that will inspire you to just pick up a spatula and whip up an egg and then, you know, even if you burn it the first time, you can still make it. Well, thank you. Because, you. you know, I've been, I think thanks to you, I've been more determined to perfect my cookie fiasco because I keep failing my cookies. <laughs> Like I I was, I would put myself so hard. Like I put myself down because everything else I've noticed I've accidentally succeeded on except the cookie. So it's like more of the frustration is building because it's like, but instead of my, my SI going like everything sucks. I'm like, let's take a page of the SE and try again. Like just keep pushing. Let make that cookie rise. <laughs> yeah. Well, and a lot of the thing, what a lot of people don't know, it's like, I'm not naturally good. Like with cooking, it's not something that I picked up and I'm like a master at. This has taken like years and years and years and years of trying, failing and trying again. Like I had to pick up a lot of stuff because of my mistakes. And I want to make it clear that, you know, with anybody can cook, a lot of it is just taking those mental blocks and that fear out of it and just giving it Mm -hmm. another try. And also learning your own style and your own niche. Um, I mean, recipes, obviously they exist for a reason, but you shouldn't always just adhere constantly to the recipe. You should also, I mean, there are some things like pie crust or certain pastries that you really can't, 
flake yeah. too much on, but a lot of recipes, whatever your taste preferences like are. Like even stew, for example, like soup. Yes. Like that, yes. you can showcase your style a lot through that. Like yes. um, a big, I would say my, I've developed my, my style is I like to put a lot of herbs and a lot of seasoning in a lot of my foods because I like it to taste a certain way. That reminds me of a certain thing. It's very SI based sometimes. Like I can definitely see that. Um, and so if anybody has my cooking in that sense, they, that's what they would taste. Versus, like, I'm not going to expect somebody else to make the exact same dish the exact same way because they have their own, you know, taste and gig when they want to do it. Yeah, and my, I think mine is more, it's not so much, I mean, seasoning's important, ingredients are important. Mine is more so I want to do things as primitively as possible without using too much, like, machinery or shortcuts. I love... I mean, even bread making. Oh, like making from scratch, you mean? Like everything coming from yes, scratch. Yes. Live and, for that energy. And, Love that. And by hand. By yes. That's very, very, very I mean, important. I was worried when I had to do that with the pie crust. And I was like, oh, no, I don't have a food processor. So I was like, oh, no. But I'm thinking, okay, no. I could do something about it. Like I still can make it happen. Even with the butter. Or if you have a pastry cut or even a, a very good fork, you can cut up that dough just fine. Just make sure that everything is cold. You know, it, it's really just about um, a, lot, a lot of it too is environment and like being aware of, of, you know, is it hot in here? Is it cold in here? You know, what kind of, you know, what kind of tools do I have? You know, funny it's you mentioned a- that because I actually, I follow what you said and I use my fingertips to like mm-hmm. mash the dough. And then when I noticed that my hands were getting too warm, I would, Put it in cold water to cool it off again. Good. That's exactly that. what you're. It's exactly what yeah. you're supposed to do. <laughs> and and if I noticed that the dough itself was becoming interesting, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna put this in the fridge for maybe ten minutes to cool it down as I'm cooling my hands down. Double that, and then like go back when it's cold. <laughs> yes. 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 Because it was so, <laughs> my parents. This is the first time they've even experienced somebody cooking with cold stuff, and they're like, "Why are you keeping everything in the freezer?" I'm like, "Because." That's what they. That's what it requires. It demands cold, so I'm gonna give it cold. <laughs> so thank you for that. Actually, that was a big advice. I did not even read anywhere. Like I don't. I, I was reading it. They're like, oh yeah, make the crust by doing this. But the little small things of like use your fingertips to not put too much heat in, or like you know. Those little things weren't really mentioned. That's why we need FI to connect people, damn it. (laughs) Not only that, People are being connected. (laughs) Not only that, but just because, again, like, even there's tons of things that I did not know that I wish I knew in the past to prevent a lot of the mistakes. But now, having known that, I... I'm not someone who's just going to like hoard it in and be like, these, these are my secrets. It's like, no, I want to teach people how to do this so that they don't run into the same problems that I had and then feel that same frustration of that. Like I can't do this. You know, I want them to just, you know, figure out their so own. They can, yeah. So they can be more creative. Right. So how do you even get to that point? Like you want to get to that stepping stone or no, to that yes. point in your life where you can actually start playing with the food. And making something new out of it. Now that's more with, like, right? With teaching, with teaching, the biggest thing is I will show people where to look, but I am not going to tell them exactly what to do or how to go about it. Because if I am constantly trying to control them, then they're not going to learn on their own and they're not going to because they're not going to yeah. invent their own style. So that's the divide that I try to take. Like I will, sh- I will show you the tools. I can even show you how to use them. Properly yeah. and safely, yeah. 
but I want, I ultimately want people to be their own individual and to create their own style and to create their, uh, God, which is BS. No, no, but still like it, it, it makes sense to me. Like I actually completely understand where you're coming from because when you have your own style, you can teach that too. And you could have like, you can create even more delicious things. Because food is about yes. small part of one part of food or cooking and anything is com- making combinations and you have like infinity in that sense too. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean like who wouldn't want to have somebody's specialty pumpkin pie, even though we can all make pumpkin pie on our own, right? But having yes. somebody put their you know, time and effort, their love in it could taste differently. And you taste them in a way, in a weird, you know, anti-cannibal pseudo-cannibalistic way, but I'm thinking conceptually speaking, but in a way, you get what I mean. <laughs> yes. Because you get yes, the yes, taste yes. of who they are as a person based on what they cook. There we go. Um, but anyways, I know we detracted a little bit from the topic, but thank goodness. I love it. I, I like ending on that kind of note, like end on a note where you inspire people at the end of the day. I feel like well, and, and, don't, and don't lack on credit for you because I mean, <laughs> with your, you know I was going to come back to it. I wasn't going to let you off that. Dad. I wasn't going to let you off that easy. I was like, I'm no, going to no, no, end no. it. It's like, no. No. I mean, with your podcast and with how many collaborations you've done and how much you've reached out to people, you're someone who's like, okay, this is different than what I'm doing, but I'm still going to engage it and find out the other person's point of view. And for, even for FIE Ego, that's a huge step in the right direction, just being able to open yourself up. And you've been like really stepping forward and just like doing it, you know, and just being active. And like when you said that time you weren't sure if you were like competent uh, ENFP or IE, whatever. I was like, Nate, come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> like, don't, don't, don't say this right now. Cause we know that's a lie that you're, that you're incompetent. <laughs> Obviously you are, and you've done a great, and I mean, if it weren't for your influence, there's no way I wouldn't be as active as I am in the community and associated with as many people as I am, had it not been for your influence and what you've done for me in return. So I'm like, you're not, you're not leaving. Damn. You're not stopping this recording till I Damn. say something. Just, we're just cutting each other up with our FI. It's like, you have a knife. I have one too. It's like, <laughs> this, is what, this is what the FI people do when, when no one's watching. We just knife each other. With- <laughs> you don't have TI. We're not like nice about it. So we're very, like, oh, you're not going to do it. <laughs> you're going to eat it. <laughs> but, fine, I'll take it. It's a, it's a, literally it's an honor we're even we're, we're good we're even yeah <laughs> thank you so much katie that was yeah i mean i got no words to add to that i mean heck um for those listening i'm gonna have your links over like for people to know and where they can find you because i want them to find you <laughs> they need to they need to see and meet this person because this person's fantastic let's put it that way that's where that's thank where you. i'm coming from and yeah, like, I mean, same thing. I'm going to return that competency back with myself as well. It's like, hey, you're listening to the I just can't even with myself. We are here. I hope to the listeners, y'all enjoyed a little bit of this. You know, hope you guys enjoyed and felt a little bit distracted because I know the time's a little bit interesting. You know, <laughs> we're all at home, so we got to do something about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, another thing, thing to add for a little techie stuff um, this episode will be available as an audio for free over on the, on the freemium side. It will be available right away once I finish, you know, doing the edit and upload it to the premium version, full video for those who want to see us laughing at each other and like poking knives 
you know, knife gestures. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you'll see all of our hand gestures. You'll see all of that going on on that, which is also kind of more fun. But that's on one end. It depends on how you are. If you're into the listening only, or if you want a visual, that both of those options exist. So you have that available. So, and again, for everybody, thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day, your week, your evening. Um, if you have nightmares, hopefully it's of me. And Katie. <laughs> um, Katie telling you to cook because you're free to cook and then me telling you to open your mind to perspectives. That's your nightmare. <laughs> that would be your nightmare for the day. <laughs> Love it. Right? So anyways, with that being said, again, I suck at saying goodbye, but till next time. Bye. Till next time. Bye. <laughs>